The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Back to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. It is Tom and Bach. I'm Tom Stevens, Jake Bach, and there. little history lesson about the kicking tee, Bach. You were asking about it. In fact, uh, Tyler in Phoenix sent us a picture of a kicking tee that they used to use. In fact, I think high school football just removed them more recently. But according to the text line, in 1948, the NCAA authorized the use of a small rubberized kicking tee for field goals and extra points, but banned them in 1989 requiring kicks uh, from the ground, just like the NFL. Oh, a nice little 40-year run for those yeah, rubber kicking yeah. tees. I, I bet a lot of kickers were frustrated for a while. Oh, I bet they were. It's like, uh, I'm going to find something else to do. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I can't kick it from the ground. Uh, let's take a quick call on the Honda Lincoln Hotline, 464-5685 from Brian. Hi, Brian. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, I don't know if you saw the K-State-West Virginia game on TV, but the way that game played out lends credence, I think, to a lot of the concerns on special teams. Very even talent between both teams. K-State blocked the punt for a touchdown. Uh, they returned to kickoff uh, a long way to up another touchdown, which was a 14-point swing, and they didn't turn the ball over. Um, to me, that's the recipe for Nebraska to win a lot of these close games, and they don't even need to win on special teams. Um, they just don't need to lose it on special teams. Um, the other thing I want to get you guys' take on, it sure feels like, I don't want to gauge in hyperbole, but this next month with these last two games, West Virginia and Iowa, and then the recruiting season, boy, it seems like the biggest month in a long time for Nebraska football in terms of setting up the next year. They've got to at least do a somewhat of a good showing, in my opinion, these last two games, but they also got to win in some of these transfer portals to replace some of the guys we're missing uh, just to give a good vibe going into next year. That's my take. I don't know what you guys are feeling on. It Thanks is. for the call, Brian. Appreciate it. Uh, what he described in the Kansas State uh, versus West Virginia game is the entire Big Ten, or at least most of it. Uh, you look at Iowa games, and you're wondering how they win. And this weekend is another example of that. Uh, Minnesota outgained Iowa by 100 yards in that game. 
But Iowa is so sound defensively. Uh, they take the ball away, and they're great on special teams. And they win ugly games like that all the time. But it's not ugly when it shows up on the win cl- column. Uh, Rutgers, four six turnovers over the weekend. They did nothing offensively. Noah Vedrill threw for 97 yards, zero TDs. He rushed for 28 more. Uh, but they caused six turnovers, and they had 17 points off turnovers, and they were really solid on special teams as well. And they went 38-3 to over Indiana. I agree uh, with Brian. Get good on special teams so you don't have to be spectacular everywhere else all the time. Yeah, I mean, and that's the the whole calling right now is just be decent at it. Don't yeah. screw it up. And and that's, again, the, the opposite of what needs to be the goal, which is be the best in the league right. at it. You know, the, you know, that's the type of, you know, we talk about rebounding sometimes in Nebraska basketball. Special teams, a lot of it's just the effort you put into it. I mean, certainly you have to have the athletes, but putting the right athletes in the position, um, obviously the specialists need to be better, right. and that is something, you know, Scott Frost points to. Um, but I don't put all the blame on the specialist. I understand the, the uh, I understand why he's frustrated with them and that they ultimately need to go out there and do their job. But special yeah. teams can be a lot from a lot of different things. You know, when's the last time Nebraska blocked a blocked a punt or, you know, it's, it's just there's nothing. That they had a chance against Ohio the State. They were very close against Ohio State. And I'm wondering, why don't we go back to that? Take a risk. Uh, Especially to, when you're fair catching um, everything. Why not? Um, yeah. Uh, let's take a quick call. Mark. On the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Hi, Mark. How are you? Good day, good day, gentlemen. Okay. Hey, I wanted to weigh in on the uh, the college football playoff thing. Okay, you can't have a million games because fans can't afford to travel to all the games for oh. one. So here's my scenario: you kind of fashion it after the NFL playoffs with the top seven. Number one gets a buy. So if we take the top seven the way they're accordingly ranked right now, six Michigan plays Oregon in the Rose Bowl. You still have your Big Ten and Pac-10 ties. Number seven, Michigan State plays number two, Alabama, in the Citrus Bowl, giving Alabama somewhat of a home field advantage. Number five, Cincinnati takes on Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. So I'm tying in the six bowl games that, that rotate the semifinal games currently. So let's say it's Oregon and Alabama in the semifinals. They play in the Orange Bowl, giving Alabama a home field advantage. Cincinnati goes to Georgia in the Peach Bowl. Then your championship game is Alabama versus Georgia. I will hang up and listen. That's my two cents. Thanks, guys. Uh, I've also I've heard that uh, that plan. Why not have uh, the first four get buys and go to a twelve-team playoff? Uh, and maybe you could play on home field sites. Uh, so if you're worried yeah. about fans having to travel, you reward the fans uh, with the first game being at home, and then you move to the Bulls. I I, I kind of like that idea. If you're going to go to twelve, if you're going to eight. Uh, I still think you could pull off home sites uh, yeah. for the first round and then move it to the champion to the uh, the bowl bowl uh, wherever you want to go uh, for the championship games. Do you like the idea of just keeping the Rose Bowl, the Pac-12 versus Big Ten, regardless yeah. of the records or the the matchups? I kind of like that. <laughs> like we're keeping the tradition in there, and we right. don't care what you say because uh, we have an alliance. That's right, I and mean, we've talked about it a lot. I mean, Iowa the whole year where they could have gone to. Uh, the four-team playoff was really discouraged that if they had beaten Michigan State, they were going to miss the Rose Bowl. Yeah, after all that, they want to get to the Rose Bowl. Yeah, you got to get to That's the Rose Bowl. That's the Big Ten goal. you got to get to the Rose Bowl. Uh, I, how disappointed are you going to be if Scott Frost does not hire a full-time special teams coordinator? Pretty disappointed because I just I don't know if the, the – I've said it all year long. I just don't know if the answer is within the locker room right now. Um, 
you know, and, and it's it's not to you know not to disrespect anybody that's been there, but they've had four years to figure yeah. it out, and it's this awful four years in with the same group. So I'd like to see somebody, maybe, heck, maybe the new wide receiver um, coach or whoever you want to have, you may put them right. as as coordinating the special teams at this point. But um, I think it's I think it's. I think the optics of it will look bad because that's clearly right. it, it will look like you're overlooking special teams again. It doesn't necessarily have to be the answer if you if you have somebody else kind of take over and get good results. That's fine. I just again I don't know if the the answer is within the locker room right now. So I'll be pretty disappointed if you have the same group give it a go next year. Well, Scott Frost has already said he doesn't think, as you mentioned, uh, that it's the specialists. It's the the special teams, not the special teams as a whole. It's more of yeah. the specialists, the field goal kickers, the punters, the return people uh, that are flubbing up a lot. So what they've resorted to, at least the evidence that we see on the field, is don't try to return a kickoff. Right. Don't try to return a punt. Just fair catch it, and we'll take it the 25, or we'll fair catch it, and we'll take it wherever it is if it's a punt. Um, that's not good special teams in my mind. Uh, and I don't see an improvement. In fact, you could make a big argument that even though Nebraska was mostly given off, you know, given up kick returns and and you know game changing plays that way, you could make a better a better argument that special teams was better last year when you had the Big Ten kicker of the year, yeah, uh, than it has been this year. Um, if if they don't if they don't do it if they don't go get a full time special teams coordinator, I think it's a disaster. I really do because of all the games that were. We see every weekend in this league, uh, it's not just specialists. Yeah, you need better specialists. I agree with that. But when was the last time Nebraska had a game-changing play, either a punt return or a kick return, a block punt, anything uh, along those lines? I just haven't seen it. And I don't see any evidence that it's it's coming soon to a theater near you. Right. I, I, just, I just don't see that. Um and it felt like Scott Frost was setting us up for, hey, it's not the it's not the special teams, it's the specialists. We're going to be fine. Uh, Mike Dawson's doing a great job. It feels like he's setting us up for, I'm not doing that. I need all the help I can get with this offense, and I'm not wasting a coach on special teams. Well, and of course, it, it, it's interesting though because when you do that. What what position are you taking away? And people have talked about maybe not the quarter. Just don't have a quarterback coach. Frost can kind of be the quarterback coach, or you know the other idea is, <laughs> um, you know they they fired a bunch of guys not on the defensive side, but you have two linebackers coach inside and outside uh, with Coach Dawson and Barrett Rude. Um, you know maybe eliminate one of those positions. Not that I would be yeah. calling for either of their jobs. They're both doing fine as far as the linebacker. Yeah. But you know you you only have a certain amount of coaches mm-hmm. on staff. Um, but that could be another way you address mm-hmm. it. Uh, and maybe you don't want to do that, but maybe maybe the answer is make rude the <laughs> make rude the linebacker coach mm-hmm. completely. And if Dawson's they're the guy that they believe as their special teams coordinator, make him the full time yeah. special teams coordinator because it's just the again the optics are going to look bad if you struggle in special teams. You didn't address it this year. You're supposed to be the new CEO, and I'm I'm telling you from yeah. uh, from the outside. The first CEO, one of the first jobs as a CEO yeah. is to recognize yeah. the special teams as a disaster. You need to address yeah. it. And if you don't address it with any staff changes and you just continue to have bad special teams, you can keep blaming yeah. it on the specialists. But then, you know, yeah. it, it just continues the narrative uh, that they, that you're not really um, addressing it or, you know, putting enough significance toward it. And it's costing you games. I like your idea. Move Dawson to a full-time special teams coordinator. 
and let Rude take over the linebackers as a whole. Yeah. Uh, and then if you need some coordination in-house, have uh, you know one of those guys behind the scenes help Rude and coordinate the linebackers. Uh, I, I like that idea. I think Dawson is a good coach. I really do. And I think he's a good linebacker coach. But it needs full-time dedication. Uh, I, th- I believe, and I've heard this from so many coaches, that you build your team, especially freshmen, uh, who want to get on the field. Okay, you want on the field? You go prove it on special teams and let that show up every day in practice. Uh, and the physicality there and the efficiency there and the tackling there, the ability to catch the ball, all those things show up on special teams. And you can prove yourself that way for the rest of the team. Uh, let's take one more call. Uh, Chris on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Hi, Chris. Hey, guys. Hey. Yeah, uh, special teams needs its own coach. It's 20% of the plays you have in a game pretty much are, are a punt, punt return, kickoff, kickoff return, extra point. It's about 20% of the plays. And, you know, that leaves 40% offense, 40% defense. Those, you know, each have five coaches on each side. Eh, you can you could spare a special teams coach um, and still have plenty uh, to, to operate uh, offensively and defensively. But Frost has shown he, he does not care about special teams. Um, this has been a problem for four years. It's not something he's concerned about. Hmm. He doesn't think it needs a lot of attention. And, and that shows, and, and it's very sad. It, you know, Him. I know other teams don't have one, but they've shown the ability to do it without having one. He has hmm. not shown the ability to put out a decent, uh, consistent special team uh, product and yep. you know even the last game i mean the punter did great except for one 13 mm. yard shank and that 13 yard shank mm. still does yep um absolutely it has to be consistency even though he had two 60 yarders that 13 yard shank gave them the ball on on our side of the field and they boom that was one of their one of their two touchdowns yep uh thanks chris appreciate the call four six four five six eight five Jay, Shor- uh, Jay Foreman, who's on uh, the afternoon show. You might have heard of Jay Foreman, one of the best linebackers in Nebraska football Yeah, history. he's pretty darn good. He texts in, and he says, why take one of the best coaches, why take one of our best coaches away from the linebacker position? It makes zero sense. And I'm going to trust him on that one. Uh, I, just, I just think they need a full-time special co- teams coach. If it's not Mike Dawson, then somebody else. Uh, get, get it fixed. I just think it's too important and this league uh, has so much hidden yardage. I mean, I I don't know if you've done this, Bach, but I have several times. Like, you go through some of the Big Ten stats, and you go, this does not make any sense. This game, if you didn't watch the game, you go, how did they win Iowa? <laughs> right. How, how did that happen? Rutgers does it all the time. Where you go, you look at the stats, you're going, they didn't do a damn thing offensively. How did they win that game? Well, the answer usually lies in the hidden yardage of special teams. Crickshank was, you know, almost beat Nebraska last year. He did when he was with Wisconsin. Yeah. He had a kickoff return against Nebraska for a touchdown. Then the following year, he transfers to Wisconsin and has a kickoff return again (laughs) for a touchdown against Nebraska. Uh, The Iowa game a couple of years ago was changed completely on special teams. Nebraska just scores, and that's what happens when you kick off. You've scored, right? Yeah. And then the game changes – with a kickoff return for a touchdown, especially, even if it's a 40-yarder, that's big. But those were both touchdown returns. And we saw the evidence with DPE. That guy was, oh, completely that, guy changed was a, the season. that guy was a complete game changer. Yeah. Nebraska went from one of the worst special teams to one of the best. And there needs to be that. 
I mean, that you – what I remember when he committed to Nebraska, we asked DPE, what did they say about you in high school? And he said, don't kick to me. Don't yep. kick to me. Do not kick to me. And he was right. Uh, and DP remembers him in Maryland. Uh, they coached against him, and they, they followed that rule. They didn't kick to him. They did <laughs> That's not, a good idea. They did not kick to that guy because yeah. he was very, very dangerous. And Nebraska needs that. Right now, they're just – it feels like we're giving up. Like, just fair catch it and don't try to do anything with it because you'll probably fumble. That's yeah. not that's not a very good attitude. Or you probably won't get it back to the 25. It just feels like you can see the attitude, the, the fear. And the fear needs to be eliminated. There needs to be, I mean, the whole focus of this program has been no fear of failure. I don't see it in special teams. <laughs> There's a lot of fear on special teams. There's a lot of fear. Um, we didn't get to basketball. We still have uh, plenty that's of good. time to do that. Uh, but that was important that we talk about it. We'll we'll get to Nebraska Creighton. I, I do want to talk a little bit later on about Nebraska versus Sam Houston State because I thought it's even just as, Sam Houston now or it's just Sam Houston. They represent Sam Houston State, but they just go by Sam. Okay, Houston. well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to find a reason for it, but my research they are from failed. Houston, correct? They are. <laughs> yes. yes, thank you. Um, but we'll talk about that game and uh, maybe preview the Creighton game as well coming up. But in the meantime, it's Rico. The blog jog is on the way next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.